When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Is This Good, the show where we boldly, conclusively, and scientifically decide what things in this big wide world are good. I'm Matt Austin, and with me as always is production powerhouse Jason Doyle. Hello. Hi, JD. Thanks for coming. And today's guest is a fashion icon who can get a fit off like no one else. Winnie the Pooh fleece jacket? Mother. (laughs) Wife respecter tucked into jeans? Slay. Crossbody tactical satchel? Zaddy. Train engineer overalls? All aboard! Ankle length mad scientist coat? It's alive! And that's before we get to the shoes. My God, the shoes, clogs, sneaks, and sandals galore. He's also the co-host of No Dunks, the oldest and best basketball podcast on the planet. It's Trey Kirby. Trey, welcome to Is This Good? Oh, thank you so much for having me back. Thank you for the intro running down some of my most legendary fits of all time. I'd like to add today's as well. Stepped out of the house today, getting ready to leave. It's cold outside. And Laura looks at me and says, you look like a farming version of Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) Oh, interesting. That's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, mixing worlds here. And what Watson would be maybe his horse in that scenario or a a farmhand? An impressionable young farmhand? Yeah, I could see it going either way. Um, but there's definitely something there, like a, a retelling of Sherlock Holmes, but he's in the <laughs> Wild West trying to solve these mysteries. Yes, he's like, haha, these these crops are dead. And then Watson's like, oh, yes, I believe you did not water them. And then he would go, ha, mystery solved. <laughs> <laughs> Elementary. <laughs> Elementary, my dear Watson. Um, yeah, I'd read that intro once just before we got on. It sounded weird to me, but, you know, I was like, well, I already wrote it. got to say it now, you know? <laughs> yeah, thanks and for I calling me really... mother. I think that's a compliment, right? Oh, it's a big, it's as big as it gets, baby. Daddy's gone, it. mother is in. Oh, okay, wow. Good to know. And, uh, yeah, mother, mo- mother, mothers, I think. Noun and verb. So she's very versatile. She's like a queen, the queen on a chessboard. Excellent. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Mother it up, then. Do you have anything in your head that, that jumps out at you that's in this year as uh, the biggest fashion icon that I know? Uh, in this year, browns. Ah. Really? Yeah. Oh. I feel like I've... um. Browns have fallen away from my wardrobe over time uh, in favor of blacks, but uh, I'm feeling earth tones this year. Mother wow. Nature's son. Oh, interesting. So you're not saying browns in general. You're just saying anytime you would have worn black, now wear brown. I don't know about that. I don't know if I can go full black to brown transition, but I am trying to get some more, uh, you know, I don't know, browns. I'm just trying to just like browns in my life right <laughs> sure. now, Matt. What can I say, man? Uh, you know, I got, you could almost consider a, a, a off-white sweatshirt like I'm wearing. Hmm. 
the most subtle of browns. <laughs> Very subtle. <laughs> then we got three extra browns on the plaid. <laughs> brown pants, man. Yeah. I'm going as brown as I can. Wow. Okay, you're you're really you're living your truth here. I mean, I would say anything you do to white that makes it like not pure white is on its way to brown. <laughs> getting closer to brown, yeah. It's <laughs> getting closer to brown. And are we still dressing sort of like schlumpy, um, kind of baggy bums? You talking about grandpa core? Uh, grandpa core, yeah. I'm talking about grandpa core, but I'm also talking about like just a, a sort of vintagey, ruffled shirt uh, with a you know like an old concert tee on it, a big pant. Maybe well, even I think some big, cargos. Pa- big pants are going nowhere uh, yeah. right now. The pants are only getting bigger, and they're you're definitely still getting some uh, sleazy vibes for sure. But uh, myself, I'm I'm feeling a little bit more tailored these mm. days. I like to wear a collar every day except for Friday. <laughs> oh, that's formal Friday. Well, that, yeah, that's the that's the rub. That's the rub, isn't it? When the advertisers come in and formal Friday shows up, you got to change things up. Uh, but in general, I'm just trying to harken uh, back to the days of real offices where you'd be wearing a suit Monday through Thursday, and then on Fridays you can kick back a little bit. Uh, so that's why I try and wear a collar more often. I got all these collared shirts downstairs, and they're just taking up space. Mm. Well, I've actually not asked you this, JD. Was Formal Friday actually something you conceived of and then pitched them and then they accepted it? Yes. Or was it the reverse? No, it was that. Is that the first time that's ever worked? Because I remember back in the Starters <laughs> days, like we'd constantly have ideas. They would constantly come to us with shitty ideas that we didn't want to do. Yeah. Uh, they're like, maybe you could um, throw darts at this Jack Daniel Tennessee Honey uh, dartboard during the show. Yeah, okay, that's a seamless transition. Yeah. Uh, But, like, you know, we had the meme team, Mm -hmm. and this was at at the peak of the Ving Rhames uh, Arby's We Have the Meats. Yeah. And we said, why don't we get Ving Rhames to say, (laughs) we have the memes. (laughs) (laughs) Seamless transition. And they were like, oh, that's a good idea. We'll definitely kick that up the ladder. Yeah. And then you'd never hear anything back. So I'm I'm impressed that you finally got one in. I know. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, uh, it was it was a one that I instantly regretted. I mean, as soon as I sent it out, I was like, oh. they loved it. And I was like, oh, God damn, this is going to happen. Now I'm going to have to wear a goddamn suit every Friday. Uh, but uh, shout out to Indochino. It's coming back, apparently. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Our first formal Friday, I had to run um, an errand at Walmart afterwards. And I went and uh, I checked out. And the cashier said to me, how are things in the business world? <laughs> Just completely shocked to see somebody in a suit in the middle of the day. <laughs> I was like, oh, good. You know, buying low, selling high. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Uh, you could, you didn't have yeah. the heart to tell them, that's uh, actually <laughs> <No>. a costume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was literally, literally a joke for me to be wearing this right now. <laughs> Their culture is not your costume, yeah. okay? And you're also like, oh, and, and also my work day ends at about 1138. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough out here. Uh, before we start, now that I have you here, any comments on Jimmy Butler's forthcoming country music album? I'm interested in the country music part. You're interested in both the country music and the Jimmy Butler part. So any any intel? Well, the main intel I have, unfortunately, is that Jimmy doesn't want to sing 
on the country what? album. Uh. He wants to be the <laughs> DJ Khaled of country. <laughs> Bringing together all the greats, getting them to work together, managing those egos to make some of the best country music we've ever heard. I don't know if it'll ever release, but if it does, I'll listen to it on day one just to see what's happening. Wow. So do, do people even... Because to me, DJ Khaled is, is like saying... If I want to be the DJ Khaled of X, of podcasting, I would be saying I want to be the most mediocre, I'm famous, <laughs> but incredibly mediocre uh, talent at my chosen thing. Which, I don't know, I also feel like, especially in the NBA world, we kind of create, helped create this monster of DJ Khaled. He's always at All-Star Weekend. You know, we were all, like, there was a while where we were like, high key, major key, or whatever the hell he was saying. Yeah. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. And we created this monster, and we can't get rid of him anymore. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Uh, you would have think that Khaled's time would have ran out kind of the way Snapchat did. You know, Snapchat was on top of the world alongside DJ Khaled, given his major keys, riding uh, wave runners just all around. Um, but he has somehow maintained. And like you're saying, nobody really knows what he does. He just, br- just brings yeah. people yeah. together, makes them happy, and then... <laughs> Everybody else makes the song, and it turns out, okay, uh, were we part of it? Probably so. The NBA world uh, definitely fostered DJ Khaled's career, I would agree. Mm. Hey, and let's apologize for Kevin Hart now, too, while we're at it. We <laughs> I, we helped with that one, too. Yeah, we were part of that. Yeah, DJ Khaled, though, he, he's, he really does insinuate himself, not subtly, into the songs that he produces, right? I mean... You know, all the D, DJ Cat. He's literally literally screams his name. So I hope Jimmy. I hope Jimmy does insinuate himself into these country songs. I mean, yeah, but that's that's oh, that's true. What would Jimmy Butler's like um, uh, young Metro don't trust you be? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or uh, Mike Will made it. What what would it be for him? He needs to have something uh, in the first thirty seconds of the song. Just like JD say and DJ Khaled, we the best. You don't hear a lot of ad-libbing at the beginning of country songs, but uh, maybe that's the innovation. <laughs> but but as country music merges more with hip-hop, I think we could see more ad-libs. And maybe he just goes, big face boy, or something like that. Mm. Big face boy. That's not <laughs> bad, actually. No rearview mirrors. <laughs> or a well-placed yeehaw, you know, here and there. But or what about staying true to the actual genre? And you know how sometimes they'll break it down like an old Johnny Cash song? Like in the bridge, they'll talk, mm-hmm. you know. So story time is Jimmy time. Like he'll tell the story of how he's been, you know, working away as a barista at the <laughs> big time coffee or whatever. You know, like he's a, the working right, man, right, right, you know. Right, right. And yep. and then whoever takes over. I don't know. I think I think it would be good if it stayed true to country music, the genre itself. That's all. Yeah, like he's he's got a song and and then it's not him, but then it's like about I don't know regret or something. And then in the in the bridge he comes on. It's like one time I was on a team called the Minnesota Timberwolves, <laughs> and I didn't want to be there. I called up my friend Rachel Nichols and I set up an interview right after I joined the Scrubs to beat the starters. Yeehaw! What a time it was. And then it's like. You know, goes Brad right Paisley into launches the, into the a guitar solo. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'm so in on this now. Uh, all right, let's get to housekeeping actually, because today I, it's a little bit more complicated. 
than normal. It's not usually like this. So I might say that. <laughs> Uh, so if you'd like to support the show go to patreon.com slash is this good you'll get ad free episodes you'll get access to our thriving community on discord you'll get an exclusive episode every month and that episode will come out this Thursday so for a free trial go to patreon.com slash is this good of course you can always send topics for future shows to is this good pod at gmail.com subscribe on YouTube leave a review on Apple Podcasts so as I said Trey it's a little bit more complicated today I'm still going to give you a topic and you're still going to tell me if it's good but today that topic is going to be randomly selected by a spinning wheel oh, that is yeah. under JD's control. <laughs> so uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you see the wheel pop up there. Um, your finest in premium free random generator. <laughs> yeah, you had to get the free version. There's pop-up ads. There's all sorts we of We don't crap. have the budget, JD. <laughs> this also reminds me about how... Um, when Tass used to come in in, uh, so I would say maybe this would be like 2015, 16 of Starters Days, and he'd be like, I want to, I want to, I want a graph showing how many wedgies we have this year versus, you know, <laughs> the most we've ever had yeah. or something like that. No, re- like, no wedgie not? tracker back then. No wedgie tracker back then. I'd be like, well, we got to make, we got to make the graph. I don't know how to make a graph. So I would just Google like free graphs and <laughs> Tass would always be so furious at how shitty the graph looked. And I'd be like, okay, look, I can, I can crop out just the graph and put it on a cooler background. Huh? Huh? Uh, but uh, yeah, so we're equally phoning this one in. Uh, so on said wheel, there are 18 topics. Mm-hmm. Why 18 you ask? Because you need to legally be 18 to vote on whether something's good. Hmm. Yeah, okay. a lot of people <laughs> did don't. not know a that. A lot of people don't know that. Is that in, a federal Quebec, regulation or is that a state by state? <laughs> I was going to say uh, that's just Quebec where I'm from. Mm. 19 in Ontario and of course 21 years old in the great United States of America. Uh, oh, I can go die in a war, but I can't vote on whether something's good. <laughs> uh, all right. Here we go, JD. Bring up the beautiful free wheel. Let's and go. Uh, oh, you know what? Before you before you give it a spin, I'm actually going to read the possible topics. Do you think that's a good idea? Uh, sure, why not? Maybe we should have talked about this before, <laughs> but I am just. I want to build anticipation. So here are the 18 topics: revolving doors, acapella groups, brunch, getting dressed to work from home, beanbag chairs, New Year's resolutions, carpeting, gift baskets, cruise control watching sports on tape delay, reading multiple books at the same time, latte art, bagging your own groceries, dollar coins, sleeping naked, reading speeches off your phone, shaking hands, and customer service chatbots. Trey, I know I just threw a bunch of things at you there, but uh, anything jump out at you is like, wow, I hope that magical free wheel lands on this topic. Shaking hands? <laughs> Whoa, this man's got some thoughts. All right, well, hopefully we'll we see, get that. Yeah. But we have no control, no and, control. And we only have a limited amount of timer, so we might not get to all 18 topics. Uh, JD, give that wheel a spin. Um, and uh, there's no sound effect, no sound, but that's yeah. fine. Um, I'll, I I'll go kick, Oh, first topic gift baskets. Are gift baskets good? Immediately, my gut reaction is I'm going to say that no, because you're out of ideas. You don't even have an idea. A Hmm. gift basket is always the last idea. What should we send them? Something thoughtful, something they might actually need, something they might use. Oh, do we know their favorite thing? Because we'll just get them their favorite thing. No, we get a gift basket because 
amongst the 40 items, there might be one that they'd be like, oh, pretzel sticks. That's pretty cool. But I think it's uh, it's kind of an insulting gift. And as you see, it's why you, they are normally given to someone you barely know. Like you got to hmm. say thank you to maybe your, your, te- your kid's teacher or something like that. Gift basket. Okay. Trey, where do you stand? I think I'm with you, Matt. Uh, in general, I would say gift baskets – not good, but I will make an exception for a custom basket. When you're like, okay, uh, parent, I'm not sure what to get you. <laughs> I've been buying you gifts for 40 years. I don't know what exactly to pull this year, but what if I combined a lot of things that could make a movie night for you mm. or something like that? Oh, okay. I think a finely tailored gift basket that's okay. really just a small collection uh, of little gifts that somebody might like, I think that can be good. But if you're just picking, okay, I like uh, this gift basket to go to my chiropractor, I think you can do a little better. <laughs> right. And in the front, it's always got like a stuffed teddy bear or something with a whole – Yeah, holding your chiropractor doesn't want a teddy bear. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's why does the basket give you license to tie together random shit? Like if you just wrapped up on a jar of artisanal honey, uh, the stuffed bear, yeah, and uh, I don't know, like fucking those um, – those perma ice cubes, you know what I'm talking about? They're rocks. They're like whiskey rocks, mm-hmm. and you put them in the freezer so you can keep reusing them. Yeah. If you just wrap those three things and gave them to someone, they'd be like, did you already have these at home? <laughs> but if you put them in a basket, suddenly it's like, wow. Oh, they go together now. Yeah. They go, wow, I didn't realize. They go together. It's, <laughs> it's the, the basket, wow, I wonder, how could we harness the power of the basket for other things when we're just like, uh, like a potluck maybe? <laughs> you know what I mean? Basket? Like you just like a picnic basket. The picnic basket is the food equivalent of the gift basket. That's true. <laughs> sure. That's probably where we got it from. Because a picnic is a bunch of different shit yeah. in a basket. Yeah. But everyone loves it. Yeah. Sure. All right. Is the basket so JD, good? Like, is it good to get? Is the basket an underrated part of receiving yes, a basket? 100%. I think so too. Like, uh, baskets in gift baskets, they're just giving them away. It's like. Jam with jars. Mm -hmm. Jars just multiply in your house if you're regularly buying jam. Sometimes you won't have enough baskets around, but it's nice to have a spare basket. (laughs) When when, when do you need a basket? Oh, well. To to put your your tiny daughter in when you're doing an Ann Gettys photo shoot? (laughs) Yes. That's a big time. Laura, Laura, we have the basket. I just need you to go ahead and get 30 heads of lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Baskets for me, only laundry, uh, if I'm being honest, or transporting a lot of weird stuff. Right. Yeah, but, but a wicker basket's not good for that. Uh, well, Speak for yourself. Yeah. I use a whisker, wicker laundry basket. <laughs> oh, well, how old, old time of you. Yeah. I, it, I think they're good. I think uh, gift baskets are good. Like, I've never not liked a gift basket. Yes, there's some shit in there that I'm not going to have, but you just said artisanal honey. I'm never buying artisanal honey for myself, but if it shows up in a gift basket, I'm delighted. Tastes the same as regular honey. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the you know allergens. Also reminding... It's all about the allergens with yes. our teasing. Oh, honey. yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, in the early days of podcasting, and I'm sure they still exist. Remember, like, boxes was an advertisement? Like, I think, was it like Birch Box or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. And the advertisers are like, every month we'll send you cool stuff and it's like what stuff and they're like stuff and you're like well what and they're like whatever we have <laughs> the coolest stuff we have I forgot about those I guess those went away 
the the, the I mystery. I think people gift eventually realize I don't want <laughs> <laughs> like a tiny knife or something right. like that that right. came in this uh, in this box and a, and a I don't know camo long sleeve t shirt. Uh, all right, gift baskets generally not good. JD, please bring up the free wheel. And take her for a spin. Spin away, boys. I was wondering, would it would does it feel too long to have it spin? I think it. They chose a perfect amount of time for it to spin. We already have an answer. Getting dressed to work from home. I well, you guys did experience this. See, it's tricky. You you did have to work from home during COVID, but you were also broadcasting that work to many thousands of people. So I don't know where you stand. And I'm going to have to keep it 100 and say not good. I'd like to say it's good from the point of view of like, even if you're working from home, get into a routine, wake up, you know, take your shower. If that's your yen, get dressed, shave, sit down, really feel like you're actually working. You'll be more efficient. You'll get into the day better. Mm. Uh, but I never do it. And uh, I, you know, I just got made fun of on a, show, a recent show for wearing what I wore to bed uh, on this podcast and trying to cover it up by wearing a giant sweatshirt. <laughs> a poncho-like sweatshirt. <laughs> Which, Trey, I feel like you would have loved that sweatshirt, actually. You think it was a good sweatshirt? Well, I think you would have enjoyed seeing me in a very baggy sweatshirt. <laughs> Is this uh, your new style move for 2024? Extra big sweatshirts? Well, honestly, the, the time that I'm most on trend is when I wake up in the morning and don't care because then as the day goes, I'm like, well, I'll wear my regular, you know, old man jeans that are too skinny mm-hmm. and my T-shirts that are probably too tight and uh, my, my hoodies finely tailored as always. <laughs> but right, right in the morning is when I'm at my schlumpiest and baggiest. So I'm most on trend. What a tangled web you've weaved. <laughs> <laughs> Just stick it out, man. Eventually all your stuff will come back in yeah. and you'll be you'll be styling on them. Uh, as for me, I would always change clothes before we recorded when we were recording from home at COVID. Kind of because not so much the getting in a routine stuff, but I have trouble feeling fully awake if I'm still wearing my nighttime clothes. They're just too mm. soft. Like mm. I like to put on a harder pair of pants was the key for me. <laughs> Whether it be jeans, uh, Carhartts or something like that. Something with a little scratch to the legs. I didn't like having fleece on my legs basically when wow. we were recording because I just didn't feel like I felt like I was still in my pajamas right. uh, and I didn't feel like I was uh, at work so much. Mm-hmm. So I was definitely a get dressed before that kind of stuff. Yeah, I get it. Until you put on the burlap, you don't feel like you can really <laughs> Yeah, <perform>. exactly. <laughs> JD, what about you? Because you're constantly working from home. Yeah. You're working from home right now. That's true. That is true. Um, I'm more of a shower before beforehand, but I'm, I'm wearing track pants right now and a big, massive cardigan, so I'm very much in the comfort zone. But I'm less front-facing camera, you know? I go on camera every once in a while, but I'm not... Uh, I'm not I'm not out there for the world, but I guess I kind of am sometimes. I am right but now. Does it, you does it feel now. to you like you're um like you have to shower cuz you're almost hosting people, like you're welcoming people into your home? It's more like like what Trey said like uh, I need to feel uh, refreshed and awake. Uh, he gets that from the clothes, I get that from being showered and clean. Like clean clean clothes, schlubby clothes but clean clean body. Refreshed. It, it gets the blood moving, being in the shower. You know and I mean? new clothes, I would yeah. assume, from your nighttime clothes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. a change. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, well, you guys are better than I am, so that's uh, you know two goods and one not good. So you're telling me, I mean, you're you're on the West Coast. It's more morning time for you right now. We're we're pre-shower, pre-changed, currently. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Respect. You know, you know why also? Because to me, part of the benefit of working from home is you can. Um, you know, okay, I got a free like 90 minutes here. I'm going to work out. So I never want to shower first thing because then I'm, my brain's going to go, well, you just shower. Don't yeah. go work out. Yeah. You know, and I don't need one more voice in my brain telling me not to do something. Fair. So I find if, if you have option, you know, that's like an NFL coach. You have optionality if you don't shower right away. You know, I could get dirty at any time. So true. Dog I, wants to go outside, run around, roll around in the mud. I might just go do that once we're done here. Yeah. Not if I showered first. No way. But not if I showered. No, so no, no. that's shower after. Two showers in a day, not an option. There was absolutely a time when you knew me and I lived in your city where I would shower twice <laughs> almost every single day. Because yeah. I'd shower before work, then I'd feel gross yeah. coming home from work. The filth of Turner Studios <laughs> off of me. Um, so gross there. And, uh, you know, so I'd come home and sometimes I'd be going out or perhaps even on a date. So I would shower twice a lot. Yeah. And uh, now it's tough to get me in one shower. Wow. Okay. Yeah. People can change. People can change. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> People can change. <laughs> All right. Let's give that wheel a spin. Two great topics so far. Can't wait to see what the free wheel does here carpeting <laughs> carpeting <laughs> straight up carpeting okay. carpeting i want to i want to put in a good word for carpeting because i think most people if you know, like when i look on zillow based on the photos most people think carpeting's not good mm. it's hard to find yeah and yet when you have when we have a, a hard a hardwood floor i don't know it could be laminate yeah. in our bedroom what's the first thing we put <clears throat> under the bed an area rug yeah now, we could sit here and try to pretend there's a true difference between a rug and a carpet, but we all know it's the same thing. I mean, it's not wall to wall, right? but uh, it is a porous fabric nonetheless. True. It's so way I think easier. we do want carpets, though. Yeah, but it's way easier to swap out a rug than a, like a wall-to-wall carpet. You're stuck with the carpet. Yeah, yeah, you can change rugs I mean, every year, every yeah. two years if you need no, to. No, it's under the bed. It's hard to get out. <laughs> Spoken every... like a true textiles man. <laughs> right? This guy is pro carpets, and he's saying carpets and rugs are all the same. I'm in on rugs, and I'm out on carpets. I, the look uh, of hardwood is just uh, more attractive to me. You can change it, obviously, by adding a rug. It's easier to clean. Uh Swiffering, mopping, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas with a with a full on carpet, you know, like my mom's house is still carpeted. It just takes a lot longer to clean. It's at its peak early in the life of the carpet, and then from there on, it's like a a car at a car dealership. It loses thirty percent of oh, its totally. value pretty quickly yeah. uh, once people start walking on it. So I would go wood <laughs> over carpet myself. Never mind. Though. I literally thought you were about to say, "Yeah, it's like a car pet," and I was like, "But we're talking about carpets." <laughs> <laughs> that, now forget about the just the walking is the the least of the problem of a carpet. It's the day to day. If you have a pet, that carpet's getting shit on, and there's nothing you can do. There's like no, no that's. That is the disaster. Yeah. We've washed our carpet so many times. It's a cheap uh, Cost Plus World Market rug, and uh, we've watched it 
numerous times. I'm I'm waiting for it to fall apart. Right. But don't you think, Trey, that maybe your mother is smart because she's saving a lot of money on fuzzy socks? I mean, that is a good point. Uh, walking on a carpet is much nicer. Yeah. Uh, there's often like times where I'm like, moon. it's time it's time to wear some flip-flops in the house because my knees are sore. And then I don't feel <laughs> I don't feel great about myself when I'm getting sore from walking around <laughs> on hardwood. So maybe carpet is uh, – maybe once you hit that age, uh, carpet is what you want to go to for safety uh, as well. Mm. But um, a lot of I'll deal traction. with it now. A lot more traction. Yeah. So you're, you're telling me after a night of ball, you got you to gotta wake up and put on the orthopedic Havaianas? <laughs> Give me my UFOs recovery slides. I got to walk around the house. What are those? Because I, I, in the running community, I see these all the time, like recovery slides or recovery sandals. And I'm like, what? There's, what? Truly, is this? I'm not totally sure either. Okay, um, good. <laughs> it just to me looks like a very thick-soled flip-flop or yeah. slide or something like that so that it's very cushy when you're walking. Hmm. Yeah, but I guess, what about shoes? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There are shoes? those. Have you heard there of shoes? <laughs> it's easier to slip okay. on a slide, yeah, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Uh, hold on. I'll say, I'll say, like, I'll put it in its best light. What if you just finished a run and you don't want to burden your hot feet with a sock and a shoe, but you still want it to be at least seven inches off the ground? That's the time. Maybe that's maybe that's the time. Get a new uh, One more uh, one more good thing about carpets. Thank you. The sound <laughs> it it absorbs sound. Oh, my, for an sneaking. audio man. Oh my god. You know how much better the audio would be if I didn't hear my dogs tippy tapping across the <laughs> the uh, the linoleum here. Yeah, and we'd hear less of the room, the echo like bouncing around. It would absorb the sound and go more into your okay. mic. So in a professional recording studio, mm-hmm. like does Rick Rubin have have the the shag still or? We're all hardwood. Yeah, I think, well, I think that in a professional studio, you will find hardwood, but the carpeting will be on the walls in, in the, in the form of sound baffling, right? So, Mm. but in a house, you don't really put sound baffling on your walls, but the carpet will (laughs) absorb the sound. So your TV is going to sound better. You're going to be able to hear each other. Like if you're in like a, you know, like a big sort of open space, high ceilings, hardwood floor, lots of windows. It's like an echo chamber in there. True. So, so, so if I hear you right, you're saying 2024 trend carpets on the ceiling. <laughs> sure. Pink champagne on ice. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's a great idea because then you don't have to worry about it getting dirty or yeah. shit on. <laughs> I mean, you might have to, like, it'll be hard to vacuum. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Less foot traffic, though. But less Unless va- Lionel Richie comes over. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. That's a great point. Uh, also, I think every time you'd look up, you'd go, ah! like you'd think there was mold on you growing out of your ceiling. True, true. So that's not great. But if you had um, those like pop, like panel ceilings, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Put a carpet over that. Yeah. Give Put it a, a try. What, what do you have to not? lose? Why are we putting carpet just on floors? Hey, can we get? Let's do a top five list. Top five places to put carpet. Number one floor, I think. Okay, yeah, yes. easy, easy, easy. Wow. Number two. Oh. I'll say number two, um, floor of a car. Okay, aren't those still called carpets? Well, those aren't right. really carpets. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I take it back. <laughs> okay, you know what? Top three places to put carpet. Number one, floor. Five. Still yeah. going with floor. Yep. Is wall number two? Yes, walls number two. Ceiling number three. And at least ceiling. <laughs> 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 Tough. 
Tough. I mean, in the seventies, they were putting <laughs> they were putting it on toilet seats. Remember those? Remember the toilet? Oh, I do oh remember God. like a shag carpet toilet yeah. cover. So. Toilet cover, but not seat, JD. Not or, or seat, no. But oh, they did okay. have Dangerous. padded seats. Padded. Remember My those? grandmother had one of those Same. pink padded <laughs> thing that feels like it feels like it's pre-farting for you. You know what I mean? Like you sit down, it's like. Why does it make a poof when you sit down? <laughs> because, you know, when you're trying to pee and someone's like, oh, go turn the tap on. Maybe the, the cushioned seat <laughs> is like trying to send a signal to your brain. Like, hey, you're in a safe space. It's time. It's time to go. Uh, all right. Well, with that being said, let's give that free wheel a spin. I'm thinking about paying for this wheel. It's working so well. This is nice. I'd like to know what functionality they're going to... I don't even think there's a paid version, just Mm. so you know. Brunch. 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 Now, I will say, this is a thing that changes over your life. You talked to me when I was 22, 3, 4, 5, 6, 6, (laughs) 7, 7, 8, (laughs) 9, 10, which in this case, 10 is 30. Mm-hmm. One. Uh, you're going to say brunch is good because what you want to make the plan the night before while you're all drunk at the bar, the club, and then you want, you, you will be forgetting much of the evening because you will be drunk and you want someone or a group of people to reconstruct the night for you. It's basically a way to make the night, it's like leftovers from the night before. It's like going out for a big steak, you wake up in the morning, you still got a great piece of steak. You're going to stretch out the enjoyment of the night because you're going to talk about how fun it was. And it's only sometimes in the morning when you realize how much fun you had the night before. So you're you're looking at brunch as just an extension of the night before. And an excuse to start drinking again. Sure. Uh, and eating like a high, you know, fatty food, greasy food, maybe fixes you up right. You don't want to cook in the morning. You're young. You're lazy. But as you get older, you realize brunch is probably the worst thing in the world. And I have not been in a, in a, a good decade. Good thing I stopped at 31. Wow. You haven't uh, been but, to a brunch uh, in a decade? I don't think I honestly... I've been to breakfast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see? Nice. I think I've gone I to went a, a to Waffle House at you. 10 a.m. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> you just reminded me. Brunch. Was you were brunching harder in, the, in your 20s. <laughs> Up to 20. Yeah, yeah. that was three years ago, JD. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So... Hmm. Haven't had brunch in three years. Wow. That was your <laughs> last brunch else. was with me. Wow. I sw- I, I really, truly do think that, that was my last brunch. <laughs> but that was, it was more of a lunch. It was just like the weekend and it was, they had, they were serving breakfast things. And frankly, we had to, because I was visiting it, uh, in Atlanta and we wanted to hang out. What else? And it was that time that you were free. What else were we going to do? Exactly. So. Exactly right. Uh, Trey, what about you? Brunch man? I like brunch man, eating brunch. Man, brunch. brunch man. <laughs> That's one of my Drake, my favorite Drake and Future uh, remixes, the Brunch Man, Jump Man remix, of course. Um, I like eating brunch because I do like to get to eat breakfast foods a little bit later because I'm not always in a hurry to be eating breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but going to brunch, I'm with you, Matt. Uh, it feels like you're paying a lot for eggs at a brunch uh things that you could seriously eat at home if you really wanted to but i do like the recap of the night before you know what are we laughing about this late morning that we were laughing about last night that is a fun part of it too um 
and also getting to see what the restaurant that you usually eat dinner at would serve for breakfast, I think is interesting too. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you, what are you cooking up? You know, maybe you got uh, sweet uh, you breads know, at night, but what do you got in the morning? We'll see. Uh, also, s- sweet breads. Yeah, different sweet breads. <laughs> <laughs> Grainy sweet breads. Um, but in general, I would say uh, I'm out on brunch for the most part. But when it's time to do it, so rarely, I still like it. Yeah. Uh, also, one thing we haven't mentioned is the lines. And frankly, if you go to it, like, I, I remember there would be like maybe five or six pre-approved brunch spots in Toronto that everyone agreed with. And they were all places that had a line. As you get older, you're just like, well, brec- like diners and breakfast places don't have a line. And those are just eggs and bacon and hash browns, too. And some often they're better and they're usually cheaper. So just fucking grow up. JD, you're, you've grown up. You're mature. There's no uh, yeah. way you like brunch. I don't like brunch. There's one specific uh, scenario. My parents, they live in Puerto Vallarta during the during the winter months. And whenever we go there, we do have a tradition of going to this golf club that has a great brunch. But really, it's just day drinking because it's unlimited champagne and mimosas. And we, we spend like three or four hours there. On like a, this beautiful golf course, no golfing, of course. And yeah, it's right just on, would you? Yeah, and it's just the food is great, and there's there's a live band and blah blah blah. It's fun, but that's the only scenario. I was just trying to think about what I know. I know breakfast is desayuno. Mm. What's lunch? Almuerzo. Yes, that's true. Huh. So, do you think it's called <laughs> desalmuerza? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. 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 They just called it brunch. <laughs> it could just be brunch. Yeah. Could just be brunch, yeah. Okay. Well, it could just be brunch, but not for me <laughs> or for you. No. Uh, all right. Let's see that magical wheel. Tick, 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 tick. And the great thing about this wheel is it knows what it's selected, and it's not going to select it again. Oh, come on. Would you like to reconsider on brunch? They have eggs benedict. <laughs> Holy okay. shit. That is... <laughs> what is fucking Chuck Lorre writing this show? <laughs> that is sitcom timing. Uh, okay, let's try okay, When I was doing it at home to test it, it never did that. So suddenly your fingers are on I guess, it. Yes, yeah. Here we there go. There might be a button. I think there is a button that says, like, no repeats. <laughs> that was not a bit, people. That was not a bit. Okay, let's try okay, it again. Let's give the wheel a spin again. <laughs> Brunch two times in a row? What's this? Double brunch? <laughs> They're like, if you pay $1.99 per month, we won't keep selecting the same thing every single time. <laughs> All right, here we go. Dollar coins. Mm. All right, obviously, Americans, you don't know what we're talking about. Well, I'm sure you could visualize. No, you do, actually. You do have a dollar coin mm-hmm. here, right, Trey? Uh, Sacagawea. The Sacagawea. Um, that's when you have many dollar coins in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. That's what it ah. is. <laughs> he was waiting behind the door to attack me with a sack of Jewias. <laughs> okay, so uh, in Canada we have the loonie. It is a gold coin, $1 coin. We've phased out the $1 bill because here you have the benefit of having both. If you really wanted the $1 coin, you could get it, but you'll have the $1 bill. Um, we don't have that choice. No optionality. And... I was always fine with it, let alone the $2 coin we have in Canada. Mm-hmm. But now that I've been living in America for, I don't know how long, 10 years, a little more than 10 years at this point, I'm off the dollar coins. I never want them back. 
and I hate them, and I'm saying not good. JD, what what will you defend the dollar coin? Yeah, I love it. From a from just a, a point of view of they last longer, they last like 25 years or whatever, and dollar bills. So last you're speaking from the point of view of the treasury. The treasury, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I like I like having the I like having the uh, coins. They're great. So I don't miss we booked, having a pocket we booked full Janet of Janet Yellen on this podcast. <laughs> I don't miss having a pocket full of coins, I'll say. Right. Yeah, but I mean, I mean that's the worst part. Yeah, I guess. But, but you know, like I I loved it when uh like they're the best in Britain, like a pound coin. Like paying for a pint in coins is just awesome. Like you know what I mean? Mm. It just feels good. It's like poker chips almost. I, you know how it feels good to to touch po- poker chips, you know? Mm-hmm. The tactileness of it, <laughs> you so know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, if you're making a bet, you just toss the you toss it down. It makes this awesome little sound on the felt. No, nope, because it's carpeting. Well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Second best place for a table. Carpeting. Yeah, Casino table. A table. Table. Oh, um, Look, uh, what about JD, fake, you're right um, about that. It does feel when you could pay for something with just the coins in your pocket. It almost felt like getting it for free. Yeah, exactly. Because like that money is out of my bank account. It's not coming out of my wallet either. Yeah. It's just pocket change. But yeah. really, it's a significant amount of pocket change. Right. Because it's dollars. I do miss that factor. And I do think um, Canada has a cool thing going where they have the loony, which everybody knows as the dollar coin. Then they added the $2 coin and just called it the toonie. That was brilliant. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's it's cool. Amazing brand yeah. uh, branding. Now, was it called the toonie when it came out? Like when they announced it, were they like... You've heard of the loony. <laughs> now get ready for twice the fun in the toonie. Or was it called something else and people are like, ha $2 coin. That's a toonie. Yeah, I think it just, the lexicon just picked up on it. I mean, it wasn't called a loony. There was a loon on it. That was why it started, they started calling them loonies. But then oh, there was a, a polar bear, I believe, on the... on the Berries. Uh, yeah, berries, that doesn't work. <laughs> toonies, more fun to say. It's fun to say loonies and toonies. Yes. Okay, well... Let me tell you a problem from the uh, the Short King community is that when we have a lot of coins in our pockets, because n- let alone the toonie and the loony, but also the, the quarter, the dime, the nickel, the penny, all the classics, um, a full <laughs> roster of coinage. <laughs> oh, man, you have the full starting five? Wow. <laughs> You're crazy. In the full, okay, the, the quarter is the center. Sure. The penny is the point guard? Penny <laughs> yeah. Hardaway. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, dime is the two. Oh, the dime should be the point guard. No, the mm. dime is the two guard, and I think the nickel is the is the small forward. Okay. <laughs> oh no, we've run out of coins. <laughs> now we need the loony in there. It's complicated. Hey, oh, also, will you accept this as a as a top three place to put carpet? Uh, artificial putting green? Does that count? I mean, that's turf, I guess. Turf, yeah. Borderline case. Anyway, short king. Let's hear the. Let's hear your take. Yeah. What's the point? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your belt is too small to hold that much weight. What Come are you on. talking about? <laughs> what do you you have your belt I don't know is science. too small to hold a pocket full of coins? So your pants are falling down because is, of the weight of And this your... is only a problem for the short king community? Well you you know physics, Trey. Yeah. The bigger the belt I don't even know if this is true, I'm just guessing. The bigger the belt, the more um, fabric in the pant the more it resists against the heaviness of... Okay, well, if I was going to th- kill you and bury your body in a river, I'd need to put more weight on you than on me. 
in theory. Okay, yeah, yeah, agree, more ballast. Right, but the coins are the same weight for me as they are for you. <laughs> so, okay. in proportion of body weight, they're weighing me down more than they're weighing you down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I, guess that's, okay. I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> if you're living in an apartment where you got to get quarters for the for the washing machine, and you're collecting those, and you want to wear shorts, it's a hot summer day. Forget about it. No way. Oh, belt a belt with shorts. I hate that. If that ever Dumb. comes up on is this good's wheel, that's a definite <laughs> thumbs shorts. down. Belt with shorts feels weird. <laughs> uh, well, maybe it'll come up next on the spinning wheel. <laughs> tick 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 tick. Tick, 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 tick. By the way, I just want to say that I do think turf was inspired by carpeting. So I think, uh, all right, what does this one say? Sleeping Another thing. Naked. Inspired? <laughs> uh, uh, what does that say? I can't read it. It was sleeping naked. Oh, sleeping naked. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I guess we sort of found out that you don't sleep naked, Trey, because you said, I want to change my night clothes from my morning clothes. Is that a correct? I, I'm sorry to be farm Sherlock Holmes, but is that a correct inference? <laughs> <laughs> oh, elementary. Here's the twist, though. Summertime. Nude boy. Call me nude boy. Wow. Uh, <laughs> okay, nude boy. <laughs> Hope that one catches on. Uh, but then once it gets colder, nude, nude I'll, boy I'll... is the B side to to brunch man. <laughs> oh man, what a B side that one was. Um, but yeah, I, I switch to once it gets cold. I switch to full flannel pajamas, matching tops and bottoms. Uh, but in general, I am going to be pro sleeping naked. The one concern for me is that I know Skeets is a big advocate of sleeping naked. So unfortunately, that comes to mind often when I'm going to bed naked. I'm like, oh, Skeets would love <laughs> You're climbing Why? into bed and you're like, hey, Skeets is getting into bed naked too right now. Oh, Skeets. <laughs> I'm going Skeet-style here. He's the biggest proponent of sleeping naked to the point, Matt, like JD was testing this wheel ahead of time in between uh, no dunks and is this good. Oh, JD, you ruined the wheel. Skeets looks up and he sees, ooh, sleeping naked. That's good. He's like, make sure you relay that it's good. Uh, so it is. But unfortunately, if you do it, you're going to think of either Skeets or, I hate to say it, I know my dad's a naked sleeper too. Oh, so. wow. no. I got oh, no. a lot of thoughts floating in uh when i go to bed <laughs> sans so, clothes I, you're telling me that you will you get into bed and you go ah so so comfortable i feel so cool and airy and but then you go oh my floppy penis is touching egyptian cotton that means skeets's floppy penis is also and my dad's floppy penis and that all now you can't sleep <laughs> you have a nightmare you wake up you're like Honey, I just had a terrible nightmare. She turns around. It skeets his face. You're like, oh, it's still a nightmare. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying it's uh, it's something that I'm more cognizant of than I wish I was mm. when I'm going to sleep. Does it keep me awake at night? No. What keeps me awake at night is the bridge to love story by Taylor Swift. <laughs> Go on. I don't know. Just one of those things that recently I've been waking up in the middle of the night and instantly uh, love story is in my head. Uh. I don't know. The girls are is that, that's Marry Me, Taylor. Juliet? Yeah, that's right. You'll never have to what, be alone. Do you, what is the bridge? I mean, you don't have to sing it, but just, I don't just know to right jog now. my mind. It's, it's the daylight hours. I can't think of it. <laughs> it has to be, it has I'm fully to be clothed and I'm wearing, and it's the middle of the day. 
Um, so, so it's interesting to me that your choice of how you sleep is purely based on temperature. Because to me, the reason why I don't sleep naked ever is I feel too exposed. So mm. to me, it, it, the temperature is not really coming into it. I, I'm adjusting for temperature based on uh, <laughs> HVAC, I suppose. <laughs> you know, the classic, <laughs> the classic way. The classic way, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm not too worried about being exposed. Uh, I, I wear blankets, you know. Mm. <laughs> I got blankets over me. The door is closed. Uh, so if somebody comes in, I can ensure the blankets are over me. Mm-hmm. Running after an intruder with your with you're gonna step into the duvet, <laughs> wear it like a sleeping bag, <laughs> hop 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 down the stairs. Yeah, I'll be looking like a '90s guy waking up in a bed. Sheet only comes down to the waist every time. That is a risk. Uh, if there was ever an intruder when I'm sleeping naked, yeah, uh, I'm gonna be having a Vigo Mortensen style fight. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, all right, Judy. So I guess the only question for you is: Is your floppy penis hitting the sheets, or is it, or is it hitting a boxer? Nah, I've said this before, but when I'm uh, since we've had kids, I I try to keep it. Uh, you know, in the middle of the night, you got to get up. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, they don't need to see me naked. Also, a bearded man naked is sort of like uh, you know, it's like it's like seeing a wet cat. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> It's just like (laughs) it's like a head, but the body doesn't match the head. You know what I mean? Like, because I don't have a lot of hair on the rest of my body. I have some hair, but it doesn't match. Like, it's just like Mm. this sort of disembodied sort of like that. Like, Dad, what? Well, you swapped out your body for like a fat guy. (laughs) So you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, do you think, in theory, that a couple should agree, like either you're both clothed or both mm. not clothed, or or you think it's mixy matchies is fine? You're trying to ask me if Laura sleeps naked. <laughs> I'm not asking you. I'm just saying, is it? Do you have to agree, or is it mixed match? Now, people at home can do the math. You do not have to agree. Mm. Okay. Okay. Now, no. but guys, some I tried you to do agree. Tried to figure <laughs> some out. Some nights. Ooh. <laughs> All right, let's give that wheel a spinny spin, possibly for the last time. Um, acapella groups. Uh, <clears throat> now, I'm not saying archipelagos, okay? If you're listening, <laughs> chain of islands. <laughs> I, I'm in. I'm in on the chain of islands. Uh, no, I'm talking about when men or women get together, sometimes in mixed company, and, and say, drums? We don't need them. <laughs> Guitars, that can be re- simply replaced by me going, wee, And uh, they're just harmonizing. Uh, there's a deep bass voice guy mm-hmm. and a high-pitched guy. A guy's going to take the lead. Uh, and it just creates this um, delicious soup <laughs> that we drink from. And that is called pentatonics. <laughs> 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 what a delicious soup. <laughs> Never thought uh, of an acapella group as a delicious soup, but you're right. I would say in the internet age, acapella groups have been widely ridiculed. Okay. I mean, they're a punchline, let's yeah, be honest. I agree. But, but are they good? But they're also I'm gonna um, say yes. at the peak of their powers. Like, how many Pitch Perfect movies did they make? They three. made several movies. Three of them? I think three. At least three. Three? Uh, and I know at least the first couple must have been very successful. Yeah. And to keep making them. Uh, so maybe they're on top of the world as well, but I feel like I don't 
encounter acapella groups all that often, except for at the holiday season when Pentatonix is. They're on. The soup, oh, you're putting the on soup the, is the... on the oven uh, for the Pentatonix <laughs> in the holiday time. And it is amazing what they can do with just their voices. Mm. Yeah, but do you believe it? Because that's a studio album. You don't know well, what I mean, they're doing. I, I don't... Interesting. I mean, I think the studio album versus the live performance would certainly be different. Uh, but I... I believe in pentatonics that when they're telling me we're only using voices on this recording, I think they're being <laughs> legit with us. Uh, and only five voices. No, see, oh, I don't know okay. about that. Yeah. See, I, I would imagine on a studio recording, they're double tracking and all that, this mm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So we could be up to octotonics. It could be octotonics right. easily. Uh, JD, I feel like you respect an acapella group because you expect the you respect the craft. Of course, of course I do, yeah. I just remembered that a major plot point in pitch perfect is they're an all-female group but one of the girls has to get surgery and then she can all accidentally i think she can hit the low notes you know what i mean like does that does that sound that's good like it works out for them it works out yeah because they're the bellas i think yeah the bellas yeah they i think they were because they're they're going against a mixed mixed uh groups and then, mm. so they have uh, like actual bases, but they had no base in theirs. And and uh, anyways, yeah, I respect. I respect Good for them. Yeah, I I like <laughs> sure. those movies. I thought they were great. Um, I do no, find you, I do you f- like a riff off. You like a riff off, I, JD. I sure do. Yeah. No okay. diggity in the pool, in the empty pool. Was fucking <laughs> that great. Good. That was good. Hey, man, you, in your generation, empty pools were for skateboarding. But for my generation, they're for singing parts of songs and then singing other parts of songs that have a word in the previous song. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I do find them a little cheesy, I must admit. But you got to respect the craft. You have to. Yeah, uh, I, I totally to agree. Like, I wouldn't say I'm a, a fan of acapella groups, but... In particular, the the non-lead voices, it is cool to hear how they can create actual songs with rhythm sections and bass lines uh, just from pure voice. And Mm -hmm. if you're a fan of beatboxing, you kind of got to be a fan of acapella groups. And I feel the same way about beatboxing. I'm like, respect to that. Totally. Um, I was just thinking that a very formative memory is an acapella group came to my high school. Why? Why? Doesn't make sense. They were old, and they came in, and they were just doing like, do I do I do I diddy? Just met a boy from New York City. Classic. And they were like, this sticks out in my mind. I don't. What audience were they thinking they had? They told us like, um, uh, well, we were. uh, Fuck, what was it? Like, we went down to Harvard, and uh, we was in the the restroom, and then a guy from Yale was peeing next to me, and. Uh, he said, hey, why didn't you wash your hands? And then I said, at Harvard, they teach us not to pee on our hands. Do, uh, do, uh, do. <laughs> what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that, school? <laughs> Paid good money to go to that. You wasted our goddamn time. Uh, I, guess, uh, right. I guess you just hit on the bad thing about acapella yeah, groups. It's very cringy. You, you, you play elementary schools. Like, those are your gigs, right? Yeah, you're, not, yeah. like, you're not playing State Farm arena or anything like that yeah but no roadies necessary that's a great point as well yeah <laughs> you carry your instrument in your mouth for your own roadie your bag is your bin your voice is your uh, instrument uh but there can only be one acapella group on top that's a tough part too like i don't think we're ever gonna be in a world where we have two massively famous acapella groups so somebody's got to take pentatonics down otherwise right. the rain continues unabated yeah 
Oh, do you know Harmony Dads on Instagram? I don't. They're dads that harmonize. Wow. <laughs> so it's not just a clever name. Uh, yeah, they, they're like sitting around the dinner table, and they've always got their kids, you know, the kids are on their lap, or they're carrying them around. So it looks like they're not even paid. Like, one dad is just, you know, ca- calming a child. Right. But he's still hitting the, he's still hitting the high C, you know? What, uh, what yeah. do you, Matt, do you have an opinion on the one-man acapella group, like uh, like a Bobby McFerrin or when Billy Joel, uh, Lonely Time? Uh, well, yeah, but he wasn't doing that himself, though. He wasn't? That's not all Billy Joel, all the parts. Oh, I mean, maybe, but it's not like he's, like, Bobby McFerrin, I feel like, throws his voice and does all the parts at the same time, no? Or am I? No way. Okay, I don't know. I don't know either. That's your generation. <laughs> How about okay. this, Matt? This one's from your generation. Did you ever watch that Reggie Watts comedy special mm. where mm. he's based? I mean, like, he is kind of a one-man acapella, but he's he is. recording things into, yeah. like, a phrase repeater sort of thing and making songs out of that. That's an awesome special. Yeah, yeah, the the looping the looping pedal did change the game for the acapella community. Totally. They they frown upon it, I think. I would think oh, so. Do they? Yeah. Okay. The purists. There's no way they could like it. Um, all right. Well, that was the wheel. Wow. I mean, there's still <laughs> there's still many more things to spin on that wheel. Now, what I'll do is I'll go out, take out the ones we already did. Okay. Replace them. Okay. But I had fun spinning the wheel. Yeah, it was nice. The wheel's How fun. Did you feel? Wheel's fun. Uh, but of course, Trey, you know that there's only one thing left to do, and that's play subjective trivia. So of course, subjective trivia is just like regular trivia, except only I know the answer. And today, seeing the free wheel got me thinking of game shows, where there is often a wheel that is spun. So today's question is, which of these game shows is the easiest to compete in? Family Feud, Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, or The Price is Right? As always, I have my answer. It's written here on this card. Ideally, we get our answers to match. Um, Which do I think is the easiest of these game shows to compete in? Family Feud, Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, Price is Right. Have at it, gentlemen. I think Jeopardy's got to be the first cut. That's a tough game. It's tough. A lot of topics. You have no idea what the clues are going to be. Maybe you end up on the right episode and it's a bunch of subject areas that play to your strengths, but maybe not. Uh, maybe you don't know about potent potables. So I'm, a, I'm cutting <laughs> Jeopardy first off. Um, but I'll be honest, JD, when Matt said, what's the easiest game show to compete in? My first thought before he even got to the choices was it is Wheel of Fortune. You're literally guessing a letter. Uh, right. There's only 26 of them. Five of them you have to pay for. So really, we're talking about 21 you're right. getting to. You can look like an absolute clown if there's a lot of letters out there. You're just missing a couple and you guess something ridiculous. But I think that Wheel of Fortune is pretty easy okay. and pretty generous in, ge- uh, in general. Like, they're mm-hmm. giving away money like crazy on that show. So that's going to probably be my vote. But I'd like to hear your opinion. Yeah, I think I'm with you because Family Feud is deceivingly hard because you have to get in the minds of a hundred strangers who you, you know, this it's all survey based, right? It's like subjective trivia. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> With a hundred people at once. <laughs> um, and prices, right? Is very, I find it very difficult. Um, guessing prices, especially, especially growing up in Canada and trying to guess <laughs> prices in America. So I would, I think, I think it's wheel of fortune. <sighs> okay. Uh-oh. Oh, jeez. 
You got it right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Woff. Do you think anyone calls it Woff? No, we should start, though. <laughs> no, they call it the wheel, don't they? Oh, the wheel, yeah. 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 They call it the wheel. Yeah. Uh, I think you're 100% right. Jeopardy was my first cut as well. Price is Right was my second cut because, like you said, like even like a, you know, the, the test they give like political candidates when they're like, what's a, how much is a quart of milk? I'm like, you know, let me stop you there. I don't know what a quart is. You yeah, know, I'm what, Canadian. I don't. I what measurement is help that? You there. What me- let's start with the <laughs> measurement is right. You know, like, yeah. They're like, um, how much is a hectare? I'm like, ooh, tough one, Bob. So that one's out the window. And and frankly, there is also a shit ton of luck in prices, right? Right. Like like a, if you get Plinko or something like that. Right. Uh, actually, Plinko would be, come on, that would be the easiest if you get the Plinko. Pure luck, yeah. Mm-hmm. The only um, time I think Price is Right can be easy is Plinko, or if you're the last person to guess the first time through, you're like, I'll just guess a dollar. Yeah. I got a good chance. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And uh, and then Family Feud had to be cut because Fast Money, I think, is incredibly hard, and I know the pressure would get to me, and I'd do a lot of... Uh, uh, mm. Yeah. And especially if I was the second person to mm-hmm. go. Oof. Fucking forget it. So like I have one thought, and then if you don't like that thought, if you give me that, eh, I don't have a second one, sir. I'm very sorry. Unless the question is, name a Canadian coin, and I go, Looney. And they're like, eh. And I'm like, Toonie. And like, yes. <laughs> Looney was the number one answer. Um, but yes, the wheel. Uh, and this is a great time to uh, remind everyone that I once rode in Pat Sajak's limo. Again, I once rode in Pat Sajak's wow. limousine. Was he? He wasn't in it, though. He was not in it. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> uh, I feel like I've told this story before. The one and only time we ever went to Disney World in Florida, in Orlando, I was probably I don't know eleven, and we get to the hotel. It's somewhat late at night, and we check in, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, we gave away your room," and we were like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, we just we gave it away." And they're like, um, we can help you call another hotel or something. And uh, my dad said, uh, absolutely not. Kids, get your stuff out of your luggage. We're sleeping in the lobby. No. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they maybe. said, we can't do that. We will call the police. And he said, call the police. I'm sure everyone here would love to know why you're kicking the family out for giving away their hotel room. And then they this said, okay, sir. Move. I've never heard this thing. <laughs> Uh, we will put you up at a similarly, uh, ho- you know, uh, rated hotel for free, and to make up for it, we will give you free tickets to Disney World. Wow! Coincidentally, the very place we were going, <laughs> and we will because this hotel property is further; it's not uh, near the Disney property. We will get you a limousine to take you from the hotel to Disney World every day, and. Boy, was that way better than staying in the first hotel. <laughs> and so we get picked up by the limousine, and the guy, seeing there's me and my sister, you know, we're probably like 10 and 11 or 11 and 12, and uh, I guess to, to jazz it up and make us excited, he was like, you know, Pat Sajak sat in that exact seat that you're sitting in. <laughs> I was like, and I knew, of course I know who Pat Sajak is. Yeah. And my, what was my first question? Vanna too? He said... <laughs> No. Uh, but Pat Sajak, still. yes. And wow. uh, that was sort of my first brush with celebrity. Hmm. <laughs> Shared the same seat as Pat Sajak. Not at the same time. Not at the same time. But yeah. that's okay. That's a great story. That's cool. I love <laughs> that's that. A, that's actually like several upgrades. I actually really like that. 
Nicely done by your dad. I wish that the hotel had called the bluff a little further to, just to see the family, the Austins unpacking, you know, just sort of <laughs> let them let, let you guys live in the lobby for an hour or two. <laughs> you know, like we're Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell at an airport. Right. We're setting up a little blanket fort. I mean, it was much uglier than that. There was a lot of yelling. Oh, wow. yeah. There was a lot of yelling. And there was a lot of, um, kids, uh, why don't you go into the gift shop while... <laughs> Your father <laughs> deals with this. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, but anyways, the trip was saved, and um, and boy, did I enjoy learning at Epcot Center. <laughs> so true. Uh, Trey, thanks so much for coming on. Where can people find you? Well, I'm on the internet at Trey Kirby, T-R-E-Y-K-E-R-B-Y, on many different social media platforms, and I got a book coming out soon, uh, The Adventures oh. of Farm Sherlock Holmes. So stay tuned to that. <laughs> details to follow <laughs> bad shit's gonna happen in the corn maze for it can't be sure good. Uh-uh. it cannot be good sherlock um do you do you like it or does it ever happen do people uh tweet you or like tag you on instagram of their fit and ask you to rate it i don't think so not that i well, remember can i encourage people to do that yeah sure tag me all right send trey your fits i'll give you a one to ten yeah, and okay. then maybe you could do Fit Friday one one week. Perfect. Yeah. Show the top five uh, No Dunks fans outfits. Interesting. I like uh, just it. An, just an idea machine over here. Remember, support the show at Patreon, patreon.com slash is this good. You'll want to do that. You could sign up for a free trial this week to hear JD and Rachel. Unfortunately, I have to travel, ironically, back to Orlando. Wow. I am not going to Disney World, <laughs> nor Universal Studios, nor a fun water park that I'm sure they have. Um, it will be very boring and lame. But if you have topics, email us at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks to JD for spinning that free wheel. Thanks to Trey for coming on and being a guinea pig in this first great game show experiment. Thanks in advance for leaving a five-star review. For everyone, I'm Matt Austin, and this was good. We'll see you next week.